Hi everyone and welcome to the second episode of Aspects. Before I start today's episode, I would first like to say thank you so much for the support on the first episode. We got over 200 listens. I actually haven't checked super recently, but I know the last time I checked it was over 200 listens, which is crazy to me. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it's crazy that that many people want to listen to me talk for 10 minutes. So thank you so, so much for the praise and the support and the criticism and everything that I got on the first episode. Um, I loved doing it and I really, really want to try to make this work. I know that I didn't upload yesterday, which I said on the first episode was my goal to upload every Monday. Um, but I just want to make sure that the content that I'm putting out is quality. And I was so tired on Sunday night and so tired yesterday that I didn't think I'd be able to sit down and just clear my mind and just talk about a certain topic. So, um, I wanted to start today. Yeah, over the weekend I went to San Francisco and then got home Sunday night and then immediately packed up my car with my first load of stuff to move to the apartment and then moved here, slept here. Well, we like packed, unpacked everything, kind of like set some stuff up and went, went to bed at like 1.30. And then the next morning I was super tired, had work yesterday and then we got home and then we went to Target, did a huge run of like all the essentials that we have to have in here and then cleaned the entire apartment kind of set some more stuff up and then went to sleep. So I just haven't had time to sit down and record yet, but I want to do that today. So before I start, also, I just wanted to say sorry about the sound quality or the volume maybe, or if you can hear certain things, like if something goes past the window, I unfortunately can't control that, but um, I'm also in a room that's completely empty except me sitting on the floor um, with my laptop on top of a dresser box and a uh, nightstand box so and they're from Ikea and they're not like built yet so it's just propped up on there with the microphone on there and a cup of coffee and that's all that's in here so if it echoes or it sounds different than the first episode that's why um but anyways let's just kind of hop into the podcast today what I want to talk about is something that I said I wanted to cover and I just want to kind of start today but there are definitely more episodes about this topic because it is such a broad topic Um, I want to talk about transitioning from college to adult life because I think that's something that a lot of people ask me about, first of all, and second of all, is very interesting to people, including myself. I think it's super interesting, you know, what college someone came from and where they are at now and what they're doing and how their major correlates to their job now or how it doesn't maybe even. So yeah, so um, I'm just going to talk about my personal college experience and then talk about my job now. And then also talk about some tips on how I transitioned smoothly from college to the job I have now. And then, or just not even the job I have now, but the life, like the adult life, quote unquote, that I live right now. So yeah. And then also I want to talk about kind of the hard stuff about it for me. And then not the easy stuff, but like the positives and the good stuff and how much I love the life I live right now. So before we start, let me go ahead and start with my favorite song of the podcast, Right now, I've been loving Joji or Joji. I don't honestly know how to say it. I've heard it both ways, but Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji is my favorite song right now. And then my current obsession, it's gonna sound a little bit weird, but is my Keurig. Um, It saves so, so much money on coffee and it's just so easy to make. Um, You literally just turn it on, press what size you want and add some cream or sugar, whatever you prefer. And bam, you literally have like a Starbucks coffee which um, saves a lot of money and time to stop at Starbucks. And it was like the first thing I set up in the apartment. Um, So as you can see, it was definitely a priority to me. 
So now that we've got that all done, we're gonna go ahead and just hop into the transition from college to adult life topic that we're gonna be talking about today. Um, first, I'm just gonna touch on my college experience. So I went to a polytechnic university in California, um, which means that, or polytechnic means that it's more of a hands-on university. So the classes are gonna be a little bit smaller, the teachers are gonna be a little bit more collaborative and they're gonna wanna you know, talk one-on-one -on -one with you and help you. And what I've also found is that I did a lot more projects than I ever took tests. So that might not be the same for every major at the school that I went to, but for my uh, major, um, which was communications and emphasis in public relations, we did a lot more projects and group work and speeches and presentations than we ever did take tests. So we definitely did take tests, but just not as often as I did in like high school, let's say. Um, but yeah, I was a communications major. My emphasis was in public relations. Um, I have to say that right now, public relations does not interest me. I don't really know why I chose that path. I think it's because communications did interest me and still does. I really am glad that I was a comm major. Um, but the two like paths you can take within comm are journalism or public relations, at least at my school. I know some schools are different, um, but I was not into journalism. I didn't like want to be a news reporter or anything like that. Um, so I chose PR. Um, I think I did learn a lot of valuable skills that I carry with me today. But as some of you know, if you know me, I currently work in influencer marketing. So it's not really super aligned with communications. I personally think that everyone can benefit from being a communications major just because you learn so much about group work and collaboration and speaking in front of like large groups, which I've always kind of been used to just because I was in like performing arts and singing when I was younger, but it really did help having to present and work with other people. Um, it really, really helped me establish like how I act and how I am today. So yeah, that was my um, major and kind of how I feel about it now. And then I told you guys, obviously I'm in marketing now. So I also think that comm is a very interchangeable major. So you could be a comm major, but then be in marketing. And I also think it's vice versa. I think marketing is a very, very interchangeable major just because it's a business major. Um, but that's a totally different topic. But yeah, so that's kind of a background on like my school and um, the, my major and then what I'm doing now. And then also in school, I was in a sorority. I was in Chi Omega. Um, I loved every second of my, okay, well, backtrack. I did not love every second of my sorority experience, but I loved most of it. I'm really, really glad that I did it. Um, I held some executive board positions that I think really helped me um, build my resume and be able to have things to talk about in interviews and just kind of talk about, yeah, I worked with big groups. I was on exec board and we did not always agree. And like, just to kind of be able to use that in job interviews, I think was the biggest benefit along with meeting like my best friends. So yeah, those are the two things that I would say are the biggest benefits. It's like the friendships and then the experiences and the um, opportunities to lead that you get within a sorority or a fraternity or whatever. Um, Looking back on it now, I do wish that Greek life was different. I don't even know in what ways I wish it was different. I just wish that it, there wasn't so much focus on like drama or who was with who or all that stuff. But I do really thank Chi Omega and the people that I met for kind of helping me, kind of helping shape me into who I am today. Um, but yeah, so I did do that in college. One thing I would say though, is that my first and second year, I wasn't super involved in Chi Omega and it was due to my relationships at the time, which I really, really strongly regret. 
um, just not being involved. I regret not going out to things or not making friends um, as much as I did my second, I mean, my third and my fourth year. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I just, I just like think that if you're going to join something or join a club or join an organization, definitely put your all into it because you're paying for it. First of all, well, if it's a sorority organization or some other, you know, Greek thing, you're pay definitely paying for it. And it's just not worth it to be a part of it and be called a Chi Omega or whatever the organization is, but not actually partake or be involved in it. So I definitely regret that my first and second year, but my third year, I was so full throttle into it. I was, um, that's when I was on exec board and just, I made like my best friends that year. And yeah, it was just, it was great my third and fourth year, but my first and second year, I just wasn't, my head wasn't all in that but I wish that it had been. So, um, yeah. And then also I didn't touch on this in the beginning, but I actually graduated early from college. So I was supposed to graduate. I graduated two quarters early, which is in normal like world. It's one semester early kind of. So I graduated in December of 2017, which is also crazy that it's almost been a year now, um, since I graduated, but yeah, so I graduated in December of 2017 when I should have graduated in June of 2018. I, I still did walk in June of 2018 with all my friends, um, but I finished classes last December. So I've been a college grad for almost a year. Crazy. Um, and then now I'm gonna talk about what I'm doing now. So I work at FabFitFun, for those of you that know me. Um, you probably know how much I love my job, how much I love my bosses, my coworkers, the environment in general, the culture, just I could probably write a book about how much I've learned at FabFitFun, how much um, I love the people and truly, oh, something just drove by, sorry. Um, but how much um, I truly love the people and the people that I collaborate with, not even on my team, but just the whole company in general, I'm such a fan of and I'm so, so lucky to be working there. Um, my boss says it all the time when people ask, like, we are just so lucky to be working at a company that we love, doing what we love, working with people that we love. People also always say our team is so close and I agree with that a hundred percent. I mean, there's definitely like, we don't always all agree and there's definitely not like, it's definitely not all sunshine and rainbows, but I love my team so much and they're honestly like a family to me. I wouldn't trade them for anything. Um, so yeah, I work in influencer marketing. I was an influencer marketing, actually, I was a merchandising intern first at FabFitFun. And I just think that merch wasn't truly my thing. I don't think that I was super into like the product side of the company. So, oh, also, sorry. For those of you who don't know, FabFitFun is a women's subscription box. Um, and we basically just have like lifestyle, fitness, and beauty products that we ship out seasonally. Um, it comes with like nine products. I think I could be eight to nine, eight to 10, something like that. Um, and it's just super great quality product. It's really, really like high name brands and brands that people know and love. And I've actually personally been introduced to products that I love now through FabFitFun. So I actually do believe in the product, like the actual like product so much and love FabFitFun for what it is. But anyways, back to what I was saying. So I was on the merch team uh, when I first joined FabFitFun and I just think that like we kind of what the merch team does is pick the products that go in the box and so much more but that's like a like a very brief overview of what they do um, and they help secure that and get the product you know shipped to the warehouse and they purchase all that stuff and 
so much stuff that they do. It just wasn't really my thing for some reason. I didn't really know either because I, I mean, that was my first internship. It was my first time being a FabFitFun or being at a startup or a, a company, like an office in general. I had only worked in like food before that. So um, yeah, but I, I mean, I learned that that wasn't my thing. And then I kind of wanted to find what was within the company because I loved it so much. And something that I've always, always loved, like I touched on in the first episode is YouTube. And I really, not that that's what drew me to my job now, but it's part of what made me want to learn about influencer marketing more and really learn how you can use what well, that sounds bad to say use you know influencers but utilize influencers skills to make sales or to push like a brand name or just any of that stuff i think it's so so interesting and once i got really got into it and was an intern for my team i just fell in love with it and i love everything about it the organization the organization the just like all the spreadsheets, which sounds crazy, but all that stuff is just so like exciting to me. Like you have to be so organized and have such like an eye for like pay attention to detail and you can't really miss stuff, which I love. And I love how fast paced my job is now. And yeah, so I started on my team as an intern in November of last year. And then in January of this year of 2018, I was promoted to assistant. And then just recently I was promoted to coordinator um, and basically it's just giving me the opportunity to have more responsibility and just kind of oversee more stuff, which is really exciting as well. Um, but I'm still doing, honestly, I still do some of the stuff I did as an intern. A lot of the stuff actually just kind of tracking social posts and, um, just kind of, I don't know, doing things that, um, the account managers do for the influencers, but on a lower level. So, but I love my job. I rave about it all the time and, that's kind of where I'm at right now, like in my adult life. So yeah, so now I just kind of wanted to touch on tips on transitioning smoothly, or at least what I did to transition smoothly. Again, I know that this stuff is probably not even feasible for everyone. So it sounds like I'm just telling you what to do, but it's just the way I, when I look back on how smoothly I feel like I transitioned from college to the life I live now. I'm like, how, like, I just wanted to really, really brainstorm, like, how did I do that? Like, what things did I do and could I share with people to help them to transition in the way that I did? And these are the things that I came up with. So the first thing is that I think to really have a support system. So obviously, again, I'm not telling you to go get one. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully everyone has one in some form. If it's one person, if it's 10 people, at least you have someone who supports you and is helping you and telling you that you can achieve your goals and to interview for that job and all this stuff. So I have a lot, a lot of really supportive people in my life. Like my parents are amazing. My sister, my best friends, um, my grandma, my aunt, um, just so many people that just always would tell me like, oh my gosh, you know, go get that job or like, you're going to do great. You're going to kill it. Like just so much like support all the time is probably the biggest thing that helped me one graduate college and two transition to the job that I have now. So everyone's support is really, really helpful in that transition period time. Second thing is to find a constant. Now that sounds a little bit weird and again, maybe not feasible for everyone, but for me, the constant between college and um, my adult life now was FabFitFun. So I interned there when I was still in college. I interned there the summer between my junior and senior year. And then I took a little break when I had left the merch team and then came back to join the influencer marketing team. 
Um, but I was still in college when I started interning um, for the influencer marketing team. So, and then as soon as I graduated, that's when I was offered the full-time job. So I think it really, really helped me that going from my last few months of college into my first few months of adult life, I was surrounded by similar faces. I was surrounded by my bosses and my coworkers who I really, really already liked, even though I had just started interning for that team in November. Um, come January, I was so comfortable with them and I loved working with them every day. And that really, really helped to have that. I call it like a constant, but I don't know like what another word would be for it, but it really, really helped to just have familiar faces and to have a very familiar job that I had at the end of college just helped make life feel not so different, even though I wasn't taking classes anymore, seeing my friends every day, um, that type of stuff. Um, and then the sec, the third thing, um, that I would say is very, very important as well, which I don't think I did a great job of at first, but I've definitely gotten better at it is to putting effort into like seeing and hanging out with the people and the friends that you care about. So I think that that's something that sometimes you can lose in your adult life. Like you're like, Oh, I'm so busy. Or like, I have so much going on. And like, that's, yeah, that's for sure a valid excuse. It's trust me. I am so busy and like I do things all the time and just love to be on the go. So it can get hard to see people or even see my parents, which sucks, but, um, it's totally a thing. And I would just say for that, just to try to put more effort into just sending a text like, hey, hope you have a great day, like love you. Or just anything to kind of remind someone like I'm thinking about you still, even though I'm you know, in my adult life and working and I'm so busy and I can't always see you or like call you or spend time with you. Like just even sending a simple text or a Snapchat, that sounds dumb, but just being like, like keeping in contact with people via something in some way. So like, even just tagging each other in funny memes on Instagram, like, or, you know, like I said, sending Snapchats or texting or FaceTiming, just anything that you can squeeze into your day, I think is so, so helpful to also feel like you haven't completely lost all your friends from college. I know one of the biggest and hardest things for me when I first graduated or not even, yeah, not like walked, but when I finished my classes was just that I felt like all of my friends were still around each other and hanging out and I wasn't. And that made me really, really sad. And it was just so hard when I lived not in the city that everyone else did anymore, it was just weird to me. I was like, wow, I have to drive, you know, 30 to 45 minutes just to see anyone when it used to be like, um, I could just tell someone to come over and they'd be over in two minutes, you know? So it's just stuff like that, that I would say really helps just like the small little texts or FaceTiming or, you know, whatever it is. Um, that you need to do to stay in contact with your friends and you know and making time for the people that you want to hang out with on the weekends or after work or whatever um, it can get hard being really really tired um, but it's definitely worth it and it helps I would say helps that transition process a lot um, so now I just want to talk about the hard stuff so when I say the hard stuff I don't mean hard to do I just mean the stuff that can really weigh heavy on you when you graduate I already kind of touched on it, but the biggest thing for me was that I felt like I wasn't seeing my friends as much. And also since I graduated early, I felt like I was kind of left out and not by them. I just mean I wasn't able to do what they were doing um, because I was working or because I wasn't in the area or whatever. So um, that was definitely hard for me. And I think I tried to balance that out by still making sure I was always doing something, always on the go, still having, trying to have as much fun as I had in college. Um, and I think that that 
was the hardest thing was just not seeing friends and also not seeing family. Cause when you work and you don't live right near your family or with your family anymore, it's really, really hard to find time. But, um, I did like, I did and do find time to have dinner with my parents at least once every two weeks, if not once a week. So I think that really helped, but yeah, those are the hardest things I would say is not seeing friends and not seeing family as much as you'd like to. Oh, there's a trash truck. I'm so sorry. This is what happens when you don't have like a good space to film. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pause it and come back. All right, I think the trash truck is gone now. So back to the episode. Um, the second thing I would say is the hardest thing about adult life is not having the energy or the time to do all the things you wanna do. Energy because, well, one, my commute was super, super long before I moved here and it just took up so much time, first of all, and second of all, took up so much energy. I was driving three and a half hours a day, not each way, total. Like in total, my day, I, was, I spent three and a half to four hours in a car, which was crazy to me. But I mean, I still hear the truck. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, whatever, I'm just gonna keep going. Um, but yeah, so I mean, just not having the time to go do all the things that I wanted to do and not having the energy to, to do all the things that I wanted to do um, really was hard too, because in college you feel like you have all this energy and your friends could be like, oh, like come over and hang out until 4 a.m. But even though you have an 8 a.m. class and you somehow do that and make it to class. So I, I definitely would say the hardest stuff was not being able to see friends, not being able to see family and not having the energy or time to do all the things that you wanted to do. Now on to the other side of things, the positive side and the, I would say the things that are so different than when you're in college, it's like having that that financial capability to do the things you want to do. You know, I, before I um, had a full-time job, I was never able to buy a, like a ticket to Coachella. I could never, you know, finance that by myself until I had a full-time job. I also, um, just didn't have as much responsibility in anything that I did until I had a job and had bosses that trusted me and trusted my ability and just gave me that responsibility. I think that's something that your teachers never give you in college and your bosses, if you work at the right place, do give you. They give you that responsibility and that independence to do what you wanna do and be successful in your own way, which I think is so different than college. Um, and it's definitely a positive. So yeah, I would say obviously the financial difference from college to a full-time job is is really, really nice and is a positive in the, in the transition to adult life. And then also just the responsibility and the independence that you feel once you're out of college. Also just kind of being able to explore and see what jobs you maybe wanna do. Like I said, I worked on a totally different team at my company before I worked on the team that I work on now. And it kind of takes that trial and error sometimes to find you know, what you want to do and what you truly wanna do after college. But it, I think once you find it or you at least find a company that you love and you're doing something that you, you value and you like, I think it's all worth it and people realize that um, once they find that. So. That's kind of all I wanted to share today. If you guys want me to talk more about my job or about my college experience, please just let me know. I don't really know exactly, you know, what else to touch on in this like realm of stuff, but, or I guess I should say in this aspect, haha. Um, but yeah, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. 
Um, this one was a little bit longer, I think. I don't know how long, I can't see. Um, but it was definitely a little bit longer and hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And I can't wait to record episode three. I already know what it's gonna be about and I'm really, really excited. Um, I also do want to focus on trying to edit things more. This episode also, I don't think is gonna be super edited. It will be a little bit, but not a lot but I am gonna try to start focusing on the editing side of things once I've gotten a few episodes out there. So I really hope you guys enjoyed and please follow, or I don't even honestly know how it works on Spotify. I think it's, yeah, yeah. Please follow the podcast on Spotify if you listen on Spotify. It is also now on Apple Podcasts, which is crazy, um, but follow it on there if you use Apple Music, which I don't know why I use Apple Music if you do, but if you do, follow me on Apple Podcasts. And then also you can just, you know, go on Anchor's website and find it on there if you don't use either. Um, and it's also on some other platforms as well, but I'm not super familiar with those. So anyways, hope you guys enjoyed and I will see you next week. Bye.